Don't know where to start when it comes to mermaid monofins? With a large variety to choose from, including kids' fins, big stiff blades, to full silicone mermaid fins, Finis has you covered. I have personally used several of their fins, including the Rapid, the Foil, the Shooter, and of course my personal favorite fin of all time, the Luna. This fin has been an absolute game changer for me, and I highly recommend it for its overall comfort, form, durability, and ease of use. Be sure to use my special discount code MermaidCourtney at checkout to get yourself 20% off your next purchase at finiseswim.com. Again, that code was MermaidCourtney over at finiseswim.com, and the link will be in the show notes down below. Hi, my fishes, Courtney Mermaid here, and welcome back to another episode of the Scales and Tails podcast. Hopefully, fifth time is the charm. <laughs> I've tried to record this so many times now. The first two times, my mic didn't want to work. And then my computer, I didn't realize, was actually touching my desk and was making everything vibrate, and I couldn't figure out where this humming was coming from. So hopefully, I have solved that now. We're sitting down. I've got a nice cup of water. Oh, man, I don't even know where to start, you guys. We have to talk. We have to talk and and then some, because some things have happened over the last week that have really made me question the entire community and everything we all stand for. And, you know, no, this isn't just going to be a rant. I'm actually going to give you guys some some real tangible thoughts and things to just, well, things to think about. Thoughts to think about. Haha. <laughs> Um, just because I've encountered a few things and, you know, I'm fortunate to have an audience. Thank you for being here, by the way. And I, when I see people who don't have as, you know, the kind of reach that I have, try to deal with things that come up, um, and they don't really know who to turn to, and then you watch people get accused of stuff and... It's just, um, it's awkward. So we're going to have a little bit of a discussion. This is something I've wanted to talk about for a while now and didn't really know how to approach it, um, purely because I, it's something that I've noticed. Now, I have noticed this in other aspects of my world and in other uh, communities. And so I have to say, if you're new and you're just hearing this for the first time and you don't really know my backstory, I've mentioned it a few times throughout the podcast, but I was a professional artist, uh, character designer within the animation industry for about eight, nine years um, before this, not including like freelance and things that I do on the side. Um, so that's kind of where my, my world you know, my frame of reference comes from that. I have had a lot of jobs, but in terms of uh, the artist side of it, this is just why well, I can't believe what a difference that made. Sorry, this is like the massive tangent, but my desk not touching my computer, the hum is completely gone. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Okay, we're back on track. Here we go. So that's where my frame of reference comes from. I also used to take on commissions, large commissions, small commissions, all kinds of things um, for all different, different you know, fields and, and different things. So I have this idea of what it's like to work for yourself as an artist, as well as work for a larger company as an artist. And when I started my tail making journey, I did not for a minute think that I would end up having to sit down here one day and defend an entire industry of artists <laughs> to a community who does not have, um, now, with a grain of salt, there are a lot of you listening to this who have a very deep appreciation for what I and a, and a lot of the other tail makers out there do. Um, but there is a, 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 a large 
number of, of mermaids out there who view us as factories to produce, to mass produce something and that we should not be paid for and compensated for our time and our skill and our, you know, our efforts. And, um, you know, it's, it's become this interesting thing where larger companies have started to take advantage of this a little bit and now have the resources. Again, like, I, I'm not going to be harsh pointing fingers, so if it sounds like I'm talking about somebody, you're going to have to draw your own conclusions. Somebody in particular, <laughs> a particular group. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to bring this to your attention, not because I want us all to go uh, jump up the flukes of, of every other tailmaker out there and stir the pot because that's not what my community that's not what we stand for that's not what we do here i do not encourage that that is okay i never want to see you guys take what i say and then go traumatize other mermaids and other companies that is not my mo that's not why we're here that's not what we do that may be okay in other communities long ass pause okay mm. but that is not acceptable here so if you don't like that, you can just vacate, okay? <laughs> it's just something that I'm starting to notice. And while I don't have problems with um, with larger companies doing what they do and at the scale at which they do it, I'd also like to make that abundantly clear. Um, but what I do think to how these titans within our industry... Um, not so much encouraged, because I don't think I've ever seen it actually encouraged, this negative behavior towards other other mermaids, but it's not it's not discouraged. Why isn't it discouraged? Why are we okay watching each other attack each like it shouldn't matter where your tail came from. It shouldn't matter where your tail came from. Okay. We're all mermaids. We're all mers, we're all merfolk. Okay. So that just took a little bit of a, a side a side loop. We went from like, why are mermaid tail makers not considered artists in the same way like it is the same thing i'm not it's art that you wear and um we took a real <laughs> a real nosedive there but i think it it does have largely to do you know so if you're new to the scene and you don't really know um there's a couple of different kinds of tail makers out there right so there's the independent artist who runs the business in a at a smaller capacity it's usually one person one two you know, three people, something like this, who run a business. Um, and sort of my model is based largely around custom, or entirely rather, around custom work and custom creations that I make for mermaids all over the world. Then, so then you have the range, and it goes all the way up to a very large organization <laughs> business. Um, you know, that that has a, a large team of seamstresses and designers and production staff and warehouses and all of these things. Some of them even have like brick and mortar actual locations you can go to to visit, you know. Um, so there's like a whole range, there's a whole spectrum. But where I have a problem, I cannot even believe I'm saying this on a podcast episode. You're all going to just hate me after this. And I, I, I don't even really care. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You guys, we are artists. We are artists. We count as artists. You know, a lot of us talk. A lot of us independent um, tail makers talk and discuss. And a lot of us feel the same way. <laughs> 
we we feel that you know we're not accepted as artists because our craft can be done on such a large scale i think is where this comes from i'm not entirely sure even how to to really wrap it up in a nice little bow but the fact of the matter is now that there are so many other companies doing what we do, what us small tail makers do, they now do at a larger scale. Because you have to remember, back in the day, these big companies were only working in silicone. These larger companies were only working in silicone. Um, or latex at the time was... was <laughs> who remembers that? Like, yikes. <laughs> um, but silicone. So I'm not sure who, who noticed... Um, and I think that, you know, Finfolk did the, the, the fabric tail making thing on the large scale first. I, if, you know, I'm obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's where that started. And, um, you know, there was me and there were a few other artists online who were making uh, fabric tails. And then, you know, I don't, can't say that I was the first person to discover it. I like to think that I was, but I don't think that I was, because I know there were a lot of other companies obviously doing this. Um, to do it custom, I think I may have been the first. I, I, I don't want to, like, put that out there to the universe. But if I was, I was. If I wasn't, I was among the first, okay? <laughs> to make printed fabric mermaid tails custom the way that you would expect to get, like, a silicone custom. Do you know what I mean? And I have always considered it my artwork, you know, deep inside, I considered it my artwork, but I was never treated that way. And this is like not pointing fingers or blaming anybody, but the industry standard shifted as I started my business. And, and it was very interesting because not long after I kind of announced what I was doing, all of these other companies popped up with their like fast fabric, you know, here it is, we're going to print it out print it off, <laughs> print it off <laughs> and ship it out, you know? And um, unfortunately, quality control is kind of a thing. Now, some fabric mermaid tail makers are excellent at this and have actually done a lot, I think, to to improve the accessibility of fabric mermaid tails. So I'm, I'm definitely going to say, again, like, I don't want to talk crap. <laughs> I don't want to talk carp <laughs> about um, any specific tail maker. So if, you know, you want to message me behind the scenes and ask me, you know, you know, okay, but it's not necessary to just, you know, dump on everybody. Because again, that's not how I like to roll. I hope that one day I don't have to ever, you know, put it out there for the world to see. I would just like it to be that we all learn from the mistakes made and we can all actually move forward together. That's my, that's my hope. My hope is that we can start treating, you know, mermaid creators with a little bit more um, kindness and a little bit more respect. And the fact that I'm seeing things happen that are too close for comfort in terms of it being a coincidence. Like, it's hard to reinvent the wheel. It's really hard. I'm going to tell you it's really hard, especially now with the number of tail designers that are out there and the number of people, you know, trying to do this full time and it's become this this thing where there's so many designs out there that if a client comes to you and they're like, hey, Courtney, you know, I want a purple, orange, and pink tail. And I'm like, okay, you know, I have done that before, but um, I can put an, a unique new spin on it. Absolutely. So, but it is hard to come out with something absolutely new. Like you look at that, that, that um, the sea slug tail that everybody that that was actually like a little bit of a craze there. Everybody had one for a hot minute there, you know, and I had put one out, another tail maker had put one out and then a larger company had put out a few and there were just a few, a few 
similarities like that. But for me, when it comes from nature, I feel like similarities are just going to happen. I mean, there's only so many ways to do an orca tail or uh, a clownfish tail or you pick pick your pick your species. OK, like there's only so many ways to to do it before you start to feel like, oh, gosh, there's some overlap here. Right. But when it comes to like a unique design, something that an artist put effort into, this is not, I'm not actually referencing myself, by the way, this this actually happened to a friend of mine and, and it disturbs me that were the situation reversed um, and it happened to a larger tail maker, we would all blow a fuse, you know, we would all lose our minds <laughs> in support of these larger, these larger companies. You know, for example, how upset do you get when you see uh, ripoffs of your your favorite large scale tail makers? How upset does it make you? You know, I am the first to say like we, you know, do not support knockoffs, do not support um, these unsafe, you know, photograph printed mermaid tails that that people are making overseas and, you know, are selling for, for peanuts. You know what I mean? Like, don't. I'm the first person to to agree with that. So we get upset when we see that, but we don't know how to get upset for the small tail maker who worked really hard on a, on a custom design for a client that was meant to be a one-off, special, original design. And when you can literally take this design and overlay it, and it looks the same... <laughs> You know, there's there's a difference. And, and I know of what I speak, okay, because from my job, okay, I worked um, in mobile games for three years, four years, three years, somewhere in here. And I was the lead artist. And, you know, we would get these assignments like, okay, you have to design uh, this kind of a character. And we want it based off of, here they give you like five examples of real characters that already exist out there in the universe. And you'd have to, sorry, that's Eric coughing in the background. <laughs> and you would have to take from those what you could use to repurpose to create something 100% new that you couldn't get sued for later. So no, like, don't think that I don't know what it means to be presented with an example when, when somebody wants something and wants you to recreate it and to know that you have to, it's a fine line, man, because the line can only be so close, you know? So, and it's, I've encountered it when I've worked in, in, in television and film as well. So, there's a certain percentage. Um, there's a certain percentage that needs to be different. And I think, I think that it's, you gotta be so careful because the, the, if the similarities are so close for an original design, what were the chances? Especially if the timeline is so close together. Especially if the timeline is just so close together. Where it's like one design came out and people got excited about it. And you could see. And, like, don't get me wrong. Again, I run my business this way where you watch what the trends are. And you do also try to fit and, and kind of follow. Because we all have to make sales. And in order to make sales, you got to know what's popular. So I can see that. But deliberately, and again, like, I don't have all of the facts. I don't have all of the, the things. And I'm keeping this very, very vague. But I just want you to hear how frustrating it is um, from one independent artist to to those of you out there to know that, you know, we, we aren't stupid. We all see it. All of us out here running our little businesses, doing the best that we can. 
we see when when you're copying we see when you're taking um inspiration from we see it okay it does not go unnoticed and um i would hope that the general public you know the general mermaid community also sees it and also can put two and two together and be like huh my god that design looks familiar where have i seen that before oh my goodness and then it comes down to things like I don't know, we could even go into a massive tangent, uh, customer service and, and client care. And, you know, when something goes sideways, again, this is not something that happened to me. These are all things that I've actually just seen in the community that have just made me question my entire existence here. Like, I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you. It's so upsetting. Oh, no. <laughs> I really like... I don't want to point fingers, okay? But we're getting to the point where pointing fingers might just have to be a thing because... And I know so many people will say, well, just put your nose down and focus on your own your own business. But I've been in this, in this community, like, I think I... So I started mermaiding in 2006, and I joined the community kind of officially, air quote, in 2011. And I would like to think that I did contribute in some small medium large way to building the community into what it is now you know i started my youtube channel and i started building a community around that like i've got my own groups and my own um discord chat and all of these things and i just don't want to see i really don't want to see our community just it is going such and it's just getting worse i've noticed it over the last couple of years where it has just taken a nosedive where people have these expectations um, that aren't being met, and then if they have the wrong kind of expectations because people aren't allowed to talk about flaws or errors or things, it is like... Mermaid tails are an investment. <laughs> mermaid tails are an investment. They're not cheap, man. I've got a tail hanging on my wall right now. My car cost less. So, like, you... you, you... <laughs> You know, you have to know these aren't cheap. These aren't, they're not, they're, you know, and you, you hope, you sincerely hope that when you pay for something, the company treats you uh, with kindness and respect and that you, you know, don't find things that could hurt you inside of your tail or that you don't, um, you're not disappointed when you've saved and you've spent money and not everybody you know, it's, okay, again, it doesn't really matter whether or not you have the money just sort of lying around or whether or not you've had to save and save and save. Regardless of that, you you spent your hard-earned money on this thing. And you, you, anyways, you see where I'm going. You probably by now have an idea of who I may or may not be referencing a little bit back and forth. But I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. I don't want to show any hate for these companies that that have been making less than stellar decisions because you know we all have to learn from our mistakes we all have to learn and we all have to grow and i am not perfect goodness freaking knows i'm not perfect i'm working hard to learn <laughs> to learn behind the scenes and see when people are making mistakes understanding like oh gosh why was that a giant disaster what could they have done differently you know, so that I never wander into that pit myself. Like, oh, goodness gracious, you guys. Mermaiding was never meant to be, I feel, 
personally for me, mermaiding was never meant to be like this. It was never meant to be <sighs> just a show, a show like a like a, a pissing a pissing contest, basically. It was never meant to be this. It shouldn't matter. Like we go right back to it shouldn't matter what kind of tail um, that you have. It shouldn't matter if you have a tail at all. And I really hope that's clear amongst my community. Okay, if you're listening to this, chances are you're part of the crew. And if you're not yet part of the crew and you'd like to join the crew, I've got a Facebook group. You come and check us out, Courtney Mermaids Pod. Do the thing. <laughs> um, come and say hi. But I really, really hope that we understand that within our community and that we know that it it does not matter. Like, say, like, repeat after me. <laughs> the mermaid tale does not make the mermaid. And, you know... Right alongside that, our mermaid tail makers, especially our inter in independent, excuse me, tail makers, are like we're not like I don't want to say that we're struggling, but it is, it is a little bit, it is a little bit challenging right now when you are trying to come out, especially if you're somebody who's new at doing this. You know, I've been doing this for a very long time, but if you're somebody who's just starting your business, you're a new, you're a new tail maker and you're just trying to get it off the ground and make some magic happen. And I'm, I'm rooting for you. Okay. Like I'm here with you. I am sending you all of the good vibes. Um, you know, don't, don't stand for it. Don't, <laughs> I, I'm so sorry when I see you guys work so hard and your work gets ripped off or you get, you know, copied and no credit is given. It feels horrible. Like it's just happened to me again. Again, let's. I don't usually talk about it when these things happen because it's just not. It's just not where I like to put all of my my effort and my energy. I prefer to put my effort and my energy towards the things that I know will better the community and my business and my love. But it did just happen to me again. So I just released um, the next sort of big shop release was my new mermaid arm fins. My sort of deluxe bracers, if you will. And literally, like the next day, a company um, posted, took my photo without crediting me, put it on their page and was like, who wants to, who would buy these? Like, who, who wants these? Should we start offering these? I've never like wanted to just sit in a room and cry quite so much because I worked so hard. I worked so hard to figure out how to make this work. And it wasn't just me like mermaid kim she's like okay how could we do this like how could you know because she wanted them for her siren tail and i was like all right well i've been wanting to develop this so this was not just me this was like me and my sister we came up with this plan and then i took it to the next level and just to have it like that just poof you know oh okay now everybody's gonna do it and i don't mind that like i if this company had come to me and been like hey you know what this is really cool what you're doing do you have any thoughts for us could you 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 know is there a way that we could because i don't know if you guys know this but i'm the guy like if you want to come to me and ask me questions or buy my ebook and then be like hey this like can i get your thoughts on this or your feedback on that like you can even you can even let me know. I'll quote you a price for a call. You want to you want to message me and be like, "Hey, can I pick your brain for an hour?" You know? Like I do that. Consults. Yes, for sure. Like I've been doing this for a very long time and I'm happy to share my information. You know? But do it do it that way. Let me know. Give me the heads up. Don't just 
<laughs> drive me up onto the curb and into a telephone pole and, and make me question everything. So this is just on behalf of all independent tail makers. I know this was more of a rant than I actually meant for it to be. I really didn't. I just, what I want you to see is the next time that you're looking at somebody who has made a tail from scratch, right? Maybe it's you. Maybe you've made your first printed tail from scratch and you're thinking of selling them and people are telling you things like, oh, your tail looks like this company's mermaid tail or oh, your tail looks like that company's mermaid tail. It reminds me of this. And it makes you feel like utter garbage because you know that you didn't copy their work and 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 you just wanted to, to show off what you were doing and be excited about it. Just know that we, I see it. I see it. I see your hard work. I see you. I see what you're doing, you know? I see how much effort and love you're putting into your craft, okay? I see you not going out there and copying me or or other, other tail makers. I see you trying to make it 100% your own. And I applaud you for that. And I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to give up. I want you to keep going. And don't feel like you need to, to look at what other people are doing. You know, I used to make that mistake, like, oh my gosh, you know, I thought I had this original idea and then everybody started doing it. And then I felt like, well, I have to be like everybody else. No, you don't. I took everything down and started over and was like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this my way because this was my vision, you know, for my business, for my mermaids. So yeah, <laughs> another tangent, but just, just remember that, um, your independent tail makers matter too. It's not just the large scale businesses uh, that make this community. This, this community was built on the backs of independent, on the fins, if you will, of independent tail makers. Everybody started off independent and small before they grew in and have and have their their new their new systems and setups. You know, some of us want to stay independent tail makers and don't have any interest in blowing up our businesses and becoming becoming huge because we want we do it for the craft we do it for the the small um you know very personal experience right so yeah now that i've gone off on like the longest podcast episode massive tangent ever I would like for you guys to DM me your favorite independent mermaid tail artists. If I haven't seen them already, I want to go give them a look and see what they're up to. If you're an independent tail maker and you would like me to give you a little shout out, DM me as well. And I will do that over on my Instagram page. And um, yeah, I just, I, I love you guys out there. All of you who support your independent tail makers, who are working hard to keep this community fair and fun for everyone. Wow, did I just make the best rhyme ever? so good <laughs> and um yeah that's really all i have to say thank you for coming to my ted talk you got this you know i know this was a very niche thing but hopefully it gives you a little bit of a look into inside the mind of an independent um tail maker again this was not anything me specific today i was kind of talking on behalf of a few of my tail maker buddies and because we are we're but like this is so funny like there's a group of us hey we're <laughs> we're all just like we're all trying to run our business and do our thing the best that we can and we all chat and it's this wholesome beautiful thing like you you know if we all grow we grow together okay that's it. That's all I have to say. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to catching you all again in the next episode. Happy swimming. <laughs> Bye.